What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. We have a great episode for you today. Before I get to my guest, though, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. I want to first say thank you all for tuning in. I couldn't do this without you, so I appreciate each and every one of you. You guys make this world go round. So thank you so much. And I do need to ask you if you are getting value out of the podcast, just do me a favor. Tell a friend. Tell one friend per episode that you are getting value. So if you're laughing, if you are thinking about things in a different way, if whatever the case may be, I don't have any more ifs. If you're just getting value, just tell a friend, you know, they're saying, hey, man, what are you listening to? What What are you putting in the old, the old noggin? Let them know about Outside Perspective. Let them know about your boy over here. Just say, hey, man, Adam's doing some pretty cool shit. He's talking to some interesting people. I really enjoy that show. Let them know. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating review. It really helps the show grow. It helps other people find us. It helps us become more discoverable. So that is one of the easiest things you could possibly be doing is just leaving a rating review if you aren't, uh, if you haven't already. And then if you aren't subscribed, doesn't matter the platform. If you aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button so that way you can stay. Uh, tuned in and you know exactly when we are dropping episodes so i cannot thank you guys enough for doing all of those things all right so let's get to our guests i am sitting down with Brittany cloudy aka the quiet storm i've had Brittany on the show before it's been some time and I uh, wanted to catch back up with her. She has been in uh, L.A. for, I think, like the past year training, pursuing, you know, her goal of making it to the highest level of the mis- mixed martial arts world. And she's back in town. So I wanted to catch up with her, see how things have been, see how everything uh, has been going with training and uh, just see what's up with her world, man. She's a good friend. Um, we trained together for a long time and I just wanted to catch up. So without any further ado, let's gain some perspective with Brittany Cloudy. I'm going to normalize growing old. Shit. You know who actually does normalize growing old or yeah. makes it seem cool is Snoop Dogg. Have you ever heard you ever heard him talk about getting old? Like he I don't know if it was a I don't know what interview it was, but he was like he was talking about his uncle who was like his favorite person in the world. He's like, Shit, man, he's like, I wanna grow old. Like getting old's cool and it's probably just because when him growing up, like, you don't make it very long in life when you're a gangbanger. Oh yeah. So now that you have an extended life, there's a lot more to look forward to and exactly. to do. Exactly. So he made he he makes growing old look cool. So I'm just like shit. It's all right. Plus, really biologically, I always differentiate my chronological age. So how many years I've been alive versus my biological age, like how physically healthy I really am. Because biologically, you and I both are much younger than our age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're gonna last a little longer. I'm gonna be 106 <laughs> at the minimum. Yeah, our, I, th- I think our generation and generations after us, they're going to be really old people. Yeah, I think it's something like 
2050 we're looking at, there should be mm. some technology available that can essentially extend life. Damn near, I don't know how, I, I want to say infinite, but that's, I'm probably exaggerating, uh-huh. but something extravagant for sure. That's, um, that's not that far. It isn't, and it's kind of hard to wrap my head around and it makes me a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You got an interesting vibe about you right now, Brittany. I can definitely tell you've been living in California. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have people been telling you that? Oh, like right now? Just in general. Like, so, you're, I mean, you're back here in St. Louis right now, and I'm sure you've seen some people that maybe you haven't seen in a little bit. Yeah. Have, has anybody been like, man, Brittany, like, there's just something a little bit different about you? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I was having a conversation <laughs> with someone yesterday, and I guess they were like, are you okay? Like, you sound, like, really flat. And I was like, man, I'm just chill. Yeah, you sound super mellow. I'm just mellow. But I'm like this is my resting existence and so i'm just chilling i have no sense of urgency for a lot of things and, yeah and i've just been pretty chill so is there like a calmness that comes with like being back at home yeah yeah especially when like you i can kind of just like put down a bunch of other stuff and just f- have one thing to chill, focus on right and so it's like oh, i don't have to be so constantly moving all the time i can just yeah relax and because you're normally like pulled in a lot of different directions, right? Between like work and I know last time we talked, like you're, you're it was school and work mm, and fighting and yeah. it's all of these things. Yeah, and so since then I've been able, I've like dropped some things. Like I've dropped, you know, the full time working. Like I love teaching, but I wasn't, you know, I haven't been teaching anymore. So I, yeah. Uh, then I finished school. Do me a solid. I think I think that Mike is rubbing on your chin. There we go. All right, cool. We'll get <laughs> so you're not there teaching you full-time anymore. No. And so I think, yeah. So I think that has been the biggest thing, like moving to California and not working anymore and just, like, doing one thing. Yeah. Um, just and gave me the time to, like, be more mindful. Right. And so I feel like that has slowed me down a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've already been a pretty mellow person, but when yeah. you're constantly just moving all the time and busy, busy, yeah, you talk fast too. <laughs> it just catches over, so you just slow down, just slow down, just relax. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So when you're out there, were you just you're just fighting full time? Were you working as well? Oh, uh, when when I first got out there, I would say before like the pandemic and everything. Yeah, I was just like hardcore, just like wake up and so, training twice a day and just in the gym. Yeah, just in the gym and you know had a, in my free time I had time to get back into some hobbies and stuff, which that felt really good. Like, yeah, as like, an adult. Like what? Um, like I like bought a whole bunch of canvases and like paintings so i like oh, would nice. do like artsy stuff and That's writing dope. and stuff and did you ever try surfing while you're out there i did not i know that's for sure something I still need to work on my swimming skills you can't swim <laughs> very well oh my goodness i mean like i mean you're just feeding the stereotype i know that that's on the list though. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. That ocean water's cold though. It is. It really. I is. was just enjoying going to the beach and just watching the waves. Yeah. So that was where I was at. Eventually, I'll go in. I can dig it. The <laughs> energy of the beach is just so amazing. Oh yeah, just I spent a lot of time at the beach. It's very calming to me, mm-hmm. like when I think about the ocean. But it's also kind of scary. It's so vast. It's so big. And honestly, I mean, I haven't been to nearly as many beaches in California. I'm sure there's some nice ones. But mm-hmm. I found in general the beaches aren't as nice in California, like, compared to maybe, like, the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Something about, like, I just feel like the water's darker and colder there. 
Mm. I could be wrong though. I it's just I'm probably making that up. But either way, it scares the fuck out of me because I just look at it and it looks so dark. And I'm just like, oh, my God, there's like a shark out there. <laughs> or there's this giant fucking whale. Or there's just, I just feel like such a weak piece of shit <laughs> when I'm next to that big ass thing. And just something about being in the beaches in California, it doesn't make me want to like get in the water. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. you realize how small you actually are. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I've gone, like I'm not a fan of Florida. Like I'm really not. But whenever I, I get to that water, I can usually kind of like see through it a little bit better. So it kind of like just doesn't make me as scared, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can kind of see where you are. Yeah, I feel I feel it. Um, I haven't been, well, I mean, I've been to Florida, but I haven't been like on the other side of the East Coast to like see the beaches over there. Yeah. But uh, I think I like just the overall Everything else that also comes with the West Coast, though. So the weather's sure. nice, too. Yeah, that's definitely my scene much more than yeah. than the East Coast. That's dope, man. That's really dope. I uh, I fucking, I feel like it, it sounds like you took, like, that time to, like, really kind of just, like, reconnect with the things that you like to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like during this COVID time, a lot of people haven't really been, like, we're all living this rat race, and not many people like know what makes them happy like they don't know what they enjoy and then we've all been forced to just like be inside with ourselves Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's probably driving a lot of people crazy yeah but like so for the past two years up until like a month ago i've been self-employed so i've just had all my time just to do anything that makes me happy so like i'm I'm really in touch with like the things that make me happy so when covid hit like i didn't really stop doing jujitsu i just did more jujitsu and i was like Mm -hmm. doing a little less podcasting but it's still doing the things that make me happy it sounds like that's kind of like what you're able to do while you're out there yeah definitely um i kind of feel like from the moment like we were raised that we're already like been been taught of what we need to do in life as an adult like okay you get out of high school you go do this you get a job you work uh you find a way to like create these things for yourself um and along the journey of doing that we like kind of fall away from like our inner child I've been reading a lot of books about this and I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it and I'm loving it but I really do like feel like this time I have been definitely getting back in touch with that which that's where I feel like has been like the the token to all my happiness it's like those are all the things that you like to do um not the things that you have to do but the things that you enjoy doing because you want to do it and you do it when you want to do it and like you get to move on your time instead of the time of like society and just you know things time in general that we created yeah you get to kind of just flow through it at your pace and it's like that's that's where i've been um and i chose like fighting as the main thing of wanting to do a part of that so that gave me some structure so it's not like i was just out there free willing but right with the rest of my time you're on a mission yeah 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 man it's so weird time is it's it really is a construct Mm -hmm. and i got to a place to where it was like every day was just today did you ever get to that place where it's just like shit like i'm just i'm just doing the things that i want to do every day it's like of course like it's like yeah today's tuesday it's striking day or like Mm. but it's like i'm just doing this today like i don't dread tomorrow yeah because that's how it was yeah 
like, well, there was probably a couple of days where I was like, oh, it's this day because it was really hard. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it still came with like, oh, it was really hard. But after that is fight night. Usually my, it was always Saturdays and then it's the weekend. Um, but then I was just like through the same cycle. Yeah. Every, and most days felt like the same day as before. Right. Or you're like on this just like internal loop that just keeps cycling through. Yeah. That's a good feeling, really. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait. It's December already. Like how time pre- the 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 perception in our mind of like how fast time flies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would talk to people and they'd be like, "Oh fuck, man, it's Monday tomorrow. I gotta go to work." Yeah. I'm gonna say, "Oh, oh cool. Like <laughs> it's <this laughs> Monday. <laughs> like I got shit to do, of course, but like cool. Like I'm happy with it. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I didn't ever. I never dreaded the next day, mm-hmm. which is really nice. That's a great place to be. It really is. So, what was your schedule like while you were out there? Um, well, like training wise. So I was also like, uh, living like with a bunch of fighters. So we were all on the same schedule, like yeah. just going, waking up, going to the gym. Uh, so like Monday through Thursday, we had like two trainings, uh, each day. Yeah. Uh, like Monday, Wednesday morning were MMA, Tuesday, Thursday morning was like jujitsu. And okay. then at night we had wrestling on Monday, sparring on Tuesday, wrestling on Wednesday, and then like MMA on Thursday night. And then usually Friday was for, like, specifics. Like, if you have a fight coming up, you did some extra work or you do some extra stuff on your own. Yeah. And then Saturday we would run, like, a be a track day or some run day, and then we would spar. And then Sunday was, like, an off day, and it just... Just repeats. Yeah. So was there two or three sparring days in there? There was two. Okay. Was you just... Officially. (laughs) You like to do a lot of sparring? (laughs) Well, I mean, I like sparring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course you want the time to be able to, like, apply all of the, all of the drilling that you've been doing. And, yeah. And, you know, sometimes you just, you know, want to be able to just put it all out there. And, you know, got to practice that. So I like sparring. Yeah. Yeah. Was gi or it was gi? Was jujitsu gi or no gi? No gi. No gi. Yeah, so we just did 10th uh, planet. It was just no gi. All 10th planet shit. Yeah. Did you learn some cool stuff? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Definitely solid. Obviously, I need to keep working on my jujitsu. Yeah. That's one thing I was really excited about coming back here yeah. is getting back to in the gi and doing some uh, traditional, like some Brazilian jiu-jitsu in the gi because yeah. I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Um, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What'd you do? Punching people in the face too hard and, yeah, you, you know, you so now my hand's all jacked up. Did you but break it? Yeah, it's fractured. Damn. Was that in your fight? Yeah. Oh. So, I was, like, finding many other different things to do, but. Um, but we did a lot of jujitsu, yeah. and so I feel like you can never get enough of jujitsu. Just it's it's just, it's literally become my entire life. Yeah, it's my obsession. It's really bad, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's become worse since then. Oh my god! So like, when when everything shut down, I probably took like maybe like two weeks off of jujitsu, mm-hmm. and then like I started going to like a friend's house. We were training in his basement. And then Mike opened the gym back up, and mm-hmm. then I started teaching 6 a.m. jiu-jitsu Monday through Friday for, like, seven months, eight months. Just wow. jiu-jitsu six, seven days a week, sometimes twice a day, um, probably, like, twice a month. I haven't been up there. I've probably, I've probably driven up there, I'd say, like, three times, I think. I've driven up to, like, Mount Vernon to go train with those guys. Oh, Just, okay. like, my entire fucking life 
has I've just been just jujitsu. That's it. Like, and like when people are, are like, "Man, so what have you been up to?" I'm just like, I feel kind of like a like a loser sometimes <laughs> <laughs> because like my life doesn't really change. It's just like, man, all I fucking do is I just train to kill people all the fucking time. And then like, man, I've never felt better. I feel well, like a month ago, it is. It, I feel I'm feeling kind of like I'm going through withdrawals a little bit because I just got this <laughs> job at First Form and it's taking up a lot of my time. And uh, so, like this last month, I've I've still been in there, but not you know six days a week yeah. like I was seven days a week. So like my conditioning isn't as good as it was, but I'm still really sharp. I'm just like fuck, man. I can just murder people right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a crazy obsession. I don't think people understand how all-consuming just just combat sports can be in general, whether yeah. it's jujitsu or if more ties your thing or just the idea of like learning how to like break down another human mm-hmm. is is fucking fascinating it is is when when you talk about science it's like it is a science it is if you want to talk about like i don't know it's not my expertise in the science like chemistry like all these different ingredients whatever you add together whatever <laughs> it causes this to happen but it's the same thing with you know with yeah. jiu-jitsu and in combat sports like you said yeah. So you can get obsessed with it. Well, I feel like it's there's all these algorithms going on. Like if you start getting like really weird with it because it's like you're you're constantly problem solving. You're like, mm-hmm. if I do this, then they will do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, if I faint this, if I do this, like you're like you're you're testing the waters always like mm-hmm. there's all like I said, it's science. Like you're trying to like you're you're trying to just experiment and figure out what will happen if I do this and just just test things out and you just never know what's really going to work or land but then there are these like laws like in jujitsu i just know if i do this then for sure you have to do this because if you don't do this then i will for sure do this to you so it's just like man it's just this infinite puzzle i always just look at it as like a puzzle it's just infinite and it's always evolving yeah so like I mean, like, that reminded me of, like, physics and, like, just, like, basic, you know, movements and things like that nature. But, like, the structural things, the laws, like you said, but then what makes it even more, like, expansive to your mind is the creativity that you add to it because it's an art. Yes. And it's, like, how you do it. Yeah. It's when you do it. It's, you know, so that can just open up an infinite amount of possibilities. Yeah, it's very expressive of your own personality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I like that the most about it because I like you because then you use your body as you know, use your strengths of your body to do things that other people can't do. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about like hitting like a good sweep, for example, Mm -hmm. when they just they're just helpless. Like they can't do anything about it. (laughs) You have the perfect leverage. You're at the right angle. Like they feel weightless. They know that they're going. It's just like, hey, man, I have all of my points of contact that I need Mm -hmm. here. I just completely took away every post that you It's like, boom, you're going. It's just happening. It's just a good feeling. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Jujitsu is my shit. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm really trying to get a program going um, at at work. That'd be it'd be really cool to like teach all those guys at first form how to do jujitsu. Oh yeah, that that's like my amazing. big goal. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like let's make this happen, guys. Jujitsu can be for everyone. It really can. It really fucking can. So now that you're in town, are you gonna come? In the, you're gonna come to the gym and roll with us? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to as soon as I can. Yeah, how long are you waiting to for that to heal? <sighs> when it feels better. No, well, officially. I mean, you were given a time frame, fool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so long. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like next year? Is, so you're here. How long? Your fight was what? Like two weeks ago? 
Uh yeah, just about it's yeah, it's been about two weeks. Yeah, so, so you just broke that motherfucker. So yeah. you're like well, like March probably. They they told me like six to eight weeks, but I haven't seen a specialist or any, anyone yet. But so, I've hurt my hands before, and so it just. Kind so of, does that make them more brittle if you've done that? If you hurt them? Before? I don't. I don't know. I've always felt like my hands were fragile anyway because yeah. I have my bony hands and stuff. So I was already running the risk punching people. So yeah. it was bound to happen. But mm. you know, I gotta let it heal. So um, I don't know. So I would say maybe like what. Uh, see what it's looking like in another four weeks yeah but i'll be here so i'll be doing something one way or the other yeah you said you're studying for something yeah yeah so yeah that's been uh, interesting too you should see me typing on my computer (laughs) 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 like hunting and pecking with my right hand yeah um yeah so i finally got um my um in my 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 national exam schedule for January twelfth. Nice. Um, so I've been studying for that. Is this for social work? Uh, for counseling. Counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Still so, gonna be a counselor, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been this year. I've procrastinated it a little bit. Like I started. I was like, oh, when I got out of school, I was like, you know, they're like, you should take it. You know, while it's still fresh. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna study. So I was studying, but then you know then i had a fight and then after that i was like <laughs> yeah. i haven't gone back to it so then i was like all yeah. right everything that's happened right now leading up to this point feels like okay the time is now and so yeah i'm here back to you know yeah immersing my brain into it can you take it at any time is there like any sort of like limit to where it's like oh man you've you've waited six years now you need to go get like an extra credit or something because things have changed um i don't i don't think so if if, in that case it comes down to more of your classes and your transcripts and like your college uh your degree that that type of stuff yeah um like you have to stay current with that and like different type of professional studies and development those sort of things that you have to do within a certain years that's how they get you with that that sounds like a whole lot of headache, man. Yeah, fighting's a whole lot easier, huh? Got me jumping through hoops and stuff. I'm like, man, didn't I do enough? Damn, man. <laughs> Dang. Have you thought about going out to uh, to Kansas City and training out Glory? You know, I, I, I for I had I had that thought at least one time before. Like, because yeah. as I thought about coming back home, I was thought about the different like places to right. to train and travel around here. And, yeah, you know, Kansas City is like you know the neighbor. Yeah, they are legitimately the best school in, in the state now. Yeah. I mean, ha- they have, what, like f- five or six people in the UFC right now? Yeah. Yeah, including, uh, what's that girl's name? There's some girl that trains out there. She's pretty high level. She's in the UFC. Yeah, Um. Megan, Me- is it Megan? I have no I think it's Megan. Megan Anderson. Is she, is she Russian? No. Bosnian? I don't know. Mm. She's not from America, Australia. right? Australia. Australian. Right. Yeah. Australia or New Zealand? I think it's Australia. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's yeah. Australian. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think this. If I'm She'd not be a good training partner for you, right? Yeah, she's, she's really not, tall. And yeah, she's, she's big tall, too. right? She's a forty-five. Yeah. Exactly. Are you forty-five? One thirty-five. I mean, I, I say that to myself, like, yeah, I fight a one forty-five. I was like, no, just it's called just you know having a consistent diet and is that what it is yeah that's i guess i mean yeah Are you just telling yourself that i don't know i'm still how hard still is processing do you feel good when you fight 35 your last fight was at 35 yeah you um, feel recovered no no i i definitely feel so much better at 35 35 def is definitely my place like it's just uh just like with the all like the sport in general is just making sure that you're also just keeping your weight 
Yeah. It's just hard to talk about this because, you know, the holidays just happen and not just playing. But <laughs> those are the only yeah. situations that makes it harder is like, you well, know. Life. So yeah. so 35 feels better than 45 for you. Yeah. I how mean, I mean, I haven't I haven't fought at 45, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but how, well, how do you feel when you're that weight? You, okay, know, what well, you, you know what you feel like yeah. when you're that weight? Because 45 is at least probably two weeks before the cut. I would imagine you're probably around 45. Yeah. So you probably feel better then than you do when you're cutting. Well, if we're going to speak in terms of, like, just me in isolation, yes, 45 feels amazing. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel comfortable. Like, this whole weight cutting thing, we've already talked about it, like, how everyone's doing it. And you know that, like, the day of the fight, people are, like, recarbing up. They're so big. I don't, I don't walk around, like, 160 to 170. Right. That's the difference. If You're, I was 140 fighting at 145, I'm walking around five pounds heavier. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so that's Which a good is, thing. That's how it should be. Right. You know? So you, you, I've fought people before who used to be 55ers and they came up to 70 and they performed amazing. Like, yeah. And I, I, you see it all the time. And I just feel like when you just look at just like biologically and physiologically, like how every human is different and like cutting weight sucks for everybody, but for women in particular, like yeah. it's hard as fuck yeah like you're just depleting yourself so much and then it, what if what if the fight falls on the wrong like just the wrong fucking week of the month you know that's gonna fuck up your weight cut right i mean hormones come into a big a, a, it's a big factor there's just so many differences that i just feel like cutting weight is so much harder for women it, i don't understand why anybody does it but i know you <laughs> oh my god story of my life i know right did i just explain <laughs> the struggle kind of well or did oh I miss yeah anything? It's, it's funny because my teammate i wish like have her here with me talking about because <laughs> <laughs> when i tell you that like uh you could ask our uh my teammates like if me and her haven't been more in sync than ever like yeah when it, and, and this is the same thing and that's how we know it's like yeah just like this woman body struggle because it happens to both of us in the same time of our like fight camp and everything yeah um but it it isn't it it does is is it doesn't feel good to like deplete yourself to like to get all the way to this point just to make weight like I would love to just you know fight within five pounds of what I naturally walk around at you yeah, know that'd be ideal. I mean, honestly, if you're gonna say that you're this weight, you should fight at that like that's what you'd actually walk around at exactly. Um, so, I mean, like places like, you know, like one championship, you know, I hear they're doing a better job at like yeah. having people fighting closer, like in their weight, weight range. I hope that, you know, this is something that eventually it'll, it'll have a runover effect and it'll apply to different promotions or, I don't yeah. know. I just feel like with laws, thoughts are just slower than the progress of people it's sometimes so weird you it's, know that's a fuck that's a super true statement and i feel like this is one of those things it's like everyone's feeling it like yo why are we doing this let's just fight right but yet all of the regulations and laws and things that how it has been going this whole time haven't changed yet yeah and it just kills me change takes so long yeah like why 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 does it have to be so hard to fix issues that just are seemingly so simple 
I mean, that's a whole human internal <laughs> uh, process issue right there. All the, it's the it's the it's the I don't know some denial of just or embracing change. Yeah, embracing truths of things and being open to uh, accept that maybe in in a lot of cases that maybe you're wrong, but then at the same time, it's not just you. It's like if we all as a whole were more like yeah, just understanding of like the conditions that we are in they'll we'll understand that okay well let's go back and reflect and look on this matter and yeah how can we make this better because you know but everyone's caught up in their own stuff yeah it's it's so tough man it's i think everybody we're all just like out living our own life and like on the macro scale when you start looking at just a lot of the regulations that are in place and the laws and like the people who are making those, they just kind of just freely do what the fuck they want to do because everybody, everybody's out here fucking just trying to, trying to live, man. You got small businesses struggling right now. You got Mm -hmm. people who trying to just put, you know, gifts under the trees and have nice dinners and shit for the holidays and whatnot. And people just trying to just keep the fucking lights on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn this is a lot to keep up with right like you have to work on you know work deal with your most basic needs that you need to have met before you can think about the needs of other people yeah Mm. fuck it's hard out here Brittany. yeah dang what you been taking care of your needs you talking about yoga fucking (laughs) art (laughs) i've been trying yeah like i like i've been reading a lot of stuff i've been really working on just like you know taking in knowledge and not only just taking it in but actually trying to not trying i told myself that that word is a trap yeah Um, applying it um to actually witness the change that i want to see in myself yeah so and if i want to i'm like i always said that i wanted to do this or i wanted to be able to have time for this well then i can you know make time for that right and actually probably put that as a priority yeah um building you know the kind of habits that i want to have yeah ultimately lead me to being happier isn't that the is that not the goal to be happy yeah like you know what i mean yeah i think a lot of us are trying to f- find happiness in some yeah. regard regard or another or at least like comfort maybe or i don't know mm-hmm. I think it just depends on the person i think everybody does want to be happy though yeah and whatever way that is you know so. yeah that's so true. I've found that, um, like, I don't need nearly as much, like, money to live mm-hmm. as, like, like you were talking about at the very beginning, like, growing up, we're all just told, like, you need to do this to, like, make it to the next grade and to the next grade and then it's like, oh, so you, now you can go to college and then so you can get this job and then you get locked down with fucking loans and, and mortgages and, yeah, and car notes and you just... You just you just have this whole fucking way in the world that was just thrown on you because yeah. you're told that this is what you're supposed to do, but yeah. in no time are you really ever able to actually take that time to figure out who the fuck you are, because your brain isn't even. I say this all the time, but your brain's not fully developed till you're 25, 26. So it's like you're making all these really heavy decisions, and you you honestly don't even have the capacity to think these things through. And then now you're locked down and then you're just in this rat race and nobody ever really gets the time to figure out like, Hey man, it really doesn't take that much to live or be happy. Yeah. Like you just, you just got to figure it out for yourself though. Yeah. But you know what? Um, I feel like a positive from this time is I feel like these conversations are happening more than they've ever had. Yes. Just about, maneuvering to your happiness which does not lie in like the physical things of like money and wealth and you know status it's more like your inner 
inner self. Yeah. I feel like we're having more conversations about that and people are becoming more aware and more people are jumping on that journey of themselves. I and, agree. And I feel like that's a good momentum and good shift so that, you know, because I think that e- either way it goes, when people are happy internally, they're going to end up putting more positive and happy things into the air that's going to right. have a ripple effect and impact the other people in a positive way too. So yes, I'm hopeful in that aspect. Yeah, you know, we, we were just in that generation who just got the wrong fucking message. Yeah. For real. I mean, we <laughs> 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 like everybody told us that we needed to go to school because that was the way to success when really it was like <sighs> – that was maybe the way to success for like maybe a generation or two before us mm-hmm. and then we were just we were just at the wrong time yeah but now and some of it it's like social media is such a good and bad thing but yeah. some of the good thing is like man you can see all these different people doing life in all these different ways yeah and you can figure it out from there like yo it doesn't have to always be what you what you envision what you saw and now you have media a, yeah. a place to be able to go and also search and see many different uh, visions and walks of life that you may not have seen before. Yeah. I kind of feel like we're in like, we were like, we're like kind of in the middle of it between like these two different like times. Like I see this and how it was then, but I'm also like literally in the middle of this transition of these things happening yes. and these things shifting and moving. Um, so I, I, so for me sometimes I kind of feel like a little resistant because I'm like I like these things <laughs> and I'm like I'm not sure about this but I'm like all right well I gotta figure out how I can still like keep me and go with the changing times too you know yeah uh, so but overall I mean you take the good you take the bad with the good right yeah it's for sure all a process mm-hmm. so what have you been reading Oh, well, I just started, um, I actually um, got this little collection, The Four Agreements, the collections that come with that. You, okay, so what, it's, it's The Four Agreements, and there's like a fifth agreement, and that was, is there like two other books with that? Yeah, um, so originally, I was looking up to read The Four Agreements, and I yeah. realized that it came in a set with The Mastery to Love and The Mastery of Knowledge. Okay. And, uh, and then The Four Agreements is like The Mastery of Freedom. Okay. So... I guess I I read them out of order, so I've been reading the, the Mastery of Love. It's a Mastery to Love. Um, okay. Out of that little collection. Oh, right on. Yeah, and I mean a lot of a lot of. It's funny because I talked to my friend. We 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 like to like you know talk about these kind of books and apply it to our lives. And yeah. She's reading a book. Uh, I think it's called Atomic Habit or something. So yeah, habit. Atomic yeah. Habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of things. Sometimes she says stuff in that book that I'm like, yeah, that sounds like this over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and like you're reading these things. And you're like, yeah, you know, I I knew that, but then you're like, you know, man, that's really true. And sometimes yeah. just like reading something. In that moment, you like it gives you time to really reflect on it and like see it like in real form and like in yeah, one hundred percent. And it's just like it's, it, it. Sometimes again, some of these things are just very innate, like this mm-hmm. knowledge. But it's just maybe the way that they they worded it, or yeah. maybe just the time in your life when you read it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like when you watch a movie that you used to like when you were a kid. Yeah. And then you watch it now and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> or or for me, like you'll catch a whole bunch of adult humor or different things. Yeah. It's just whatever you are in life is, is how you're going to receive that message. Yeah. And that's, that's how I felt with every book that I've been reading, like th- doing this whole little 
you know, they're like, oh, this is your awakening. I'm like, I guess, yeah, this is the awakening. And whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can see why they're calling it that because it's just like, you know, opening up your consciousness to um, just different things that, like you said, like, oh, I, I, I'm a believer that um, you know a lot of your truths. And this within you is just a matter of like, you know, looking at something in a different perspective uh, or allowing yourself to see it from a different perspective to gain you insight on, you know, your life. Um, and I feel like with everything I've read, I definitely felt like it was just all, all very much a timing thing. Like yeah. I needed to read that right then and there because at the exact moment I was going through something that was just like that. And I'm like, yeah, man, I knew that. But here I got this man in this book over here looking at me right now. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel seen. Yeah. You know, and it's like it makes me more like wanting to like, OK, I'm put action to it this time. Like, yeah. oh, I don't need to apply it. That's so true. It's it's like. It's like you do know your own truths, but mm -hmm. when we're younger, we're, we feel so much like social and external pressure that mm -hmm. you'll really deny a lot of the way you feel internally just to like maybe fit in or whatever the case may be. But then like as you get older, you just start accepting yourself more and more and then you can start being honest with yourself. And you're just like, fuck it. This is who I am. Like, like it or not. Like, yeah. And you just summed up half the book that I'm reading. Because <laughs> literally that's exactly what it's about. Like, like the mastery to love is being able to like see everything as love and, um, Love is powerful, man. Yeah. It really is. But we carry around fear instead. We because do. Because we've been emotionally wounded. Uh, Those the, the reference from it, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, it, there's that, and it's like, I feel like just the way a lot of culture is, we, we just attach things to that word that make people feel weird for some reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, even here in the Midwest, like we're not a very hugging culture. Yeah. But, like, I'm sure, like, in California, they hug all the fucking time. Yeah, before, yeah. All the fucking time. That Every people are, the, the the energy is different. People are more, like, open and, and warm, like, kind of warm in a sense. They're like In a way, yeah. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> fuck around, though. You start getting real woo-woo-y real fast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. man. Yeah, but I, I definitely agree with you, though. Like, um as a kid like you you were more free then and then yeah because you're trying to fit into society um and you want to be accepted right you start like kind of living through that that image right whatever you feel like you have to do to fit in mm -hmm. and then eventually you just start accepting yourself yeah. yeah we're social creatures and you know we want we we thrive we we desire the need to connect and so yeah a lot of that's just an innate feeling but some what i've what i've been taking from a lot of the reading is that we first need to connect with ourselves yeah you have to take care of yourself before yeah. you can take care of anybody mm -hmm. else and that's in just so many regards yeah. So sometimes that just takes periods of just like being alone. Yeah. Just like figuring out who the fuck am I and like what do I enjoy? Like what are my habits? Like what like who am I? Yeah. Which and is not easy to answer always. Right. And then even that question changes, you know, year by year. And so that's like a continual process throughout your life. 100%. You should never be the same person that you were yesterday. Like if you're really learning and growing right. and, and trying to become better yeah there's that word try try <laughs> you gotta become an uh intentional with your actions and yeah 
you know, not all that good mushy stuff, but. <laughs> uh, what did you think of that 75 hard book? Oh, yeah. I read that, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the challenge. I, I mean. Um, it's a program, Brittany. Okay. It's not a challenge. I know. It's a program. As I as I was like <laughs> as I thought about it and I was and I had a lot of reflection through that book. It was that that book is Andy's an interesting cat for sure. He's very intense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like but but I also have my teammate read it too and I agree with it too. It's like I like the straightforward um speaking in the book, you know, just get right to it. Yeah, there's no bullshit. There's no yeah. fluff in that book. He was just like this is the program, this is the methodology, this yeah. is the why. Yeah. Um but I definitely um I I I I agree, and I've I really felt like the program definitely touches on the different things, like just like when it comes to gaining like that type of strength and confidence within yourself, like not just physically, but it's mentally, it's emotionally, is you know keeping promises to yourself and believing in yourself, and actually like letting your actions follow through and doing it, and yeah. learning like not to make those excuses. No excuses at yeah. all. I went to EJ's wedding and I was on 75 hard. I didn't get to eat half the food. I wasn't drinking. I still let Deja do all that shit. I left the reception to go do a 45 minute walk in my dress shoes and all that shit. Came yeah. back. <laughs> Look at you. You a real one. Go ahead. I fucking did it. Yeah. I fucking did it. But there really is something about just like, just like, just making a promise to yourself and mm-hmm. just sticking true to that. Although I found on 75 hard, it just it makes for me. I've been, I've been doing a lot of reflection because I, I think I finished it, I don't know, a couple months ago. And uh, I'm not the nicest person when I'm <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in that place. Yeah. It's like I'm operating on all cylinders. Like I'm fucking, I'm in shape. Like I'm reading. I'm fucking, I feel great. I got, but I'm just like, I have no tolerance for any bullshit. Yeah. And I'm very straightforward and I have a lot of aggressive energy. <laughs> <laughs> almost almost like in a bad way like i don't even necessarily enjoy it i almost become a little judgy a little judgmental <laughs> i gotta find this like balance so i'm not like everybody's fucking weak because <laughs> i'm over here grinding fucking yo, killing it grinding. you guys are fucking pussies <laughs> <laughs> i so feel you <laughs> that like yeah that but because it's because you're being super selfish in that moment you really but it's are. not a bad selfish it's like you know what it's about me yeah you know this is like my wellness but at the same time the balance right because you still want to keep that harmony with people around you people are important yeah people are super important and we need each other and we need to connect and you can't just like judge people because they're not in the same place that you are right and then also i just had to figure out just to like hey man just relax just fucking relax (laughs) just because man i had so i i had um i went on a little little journey um with my brother and a friend we were like out in the woods and we were doing some lsd and and i'm just like i've been thinking about that experience since we left i'm just like i just don't think i was very nice (laughs) i'm like damn man like i should have been way nicer i just keep thinking that like i don't feel like i was as nice as i should have been i'm just like damn man like i feel really good in that place but I just got to, like, focus on just being nicer to people. <laughs> it's yeah. a challenge sometimes. People, but, people piss me the fuck off. Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> well, then, then maybe you should just read The Mastery to Love, and then you'll just practice, you maybe know, giving is. love, putting the love out there. And yeah. Well, stuff. I'm being nicer now than on 75 hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm still pretty disciplined. But, yeah, that's what I do. I need to read that. What am I reading right now? I've been reading this Jocko book, uh, Leadership, Strategy, and Tactics. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. You ever read anything by Jocko? No, I haven't. 
It's good stuff. It's it, he's so he's like a former Navy SEAL. Are you familiar with who he is, Jocko Willink? Mm. Okay, so he's like a former Navy SEAL. He actually lives in San Diego. He has a really big gym uh, down there called Victory. Mm-hmm. Um, he trains with like Dean Lister and uh, I, don't, I don't know who all like is out of his gym, but he's like former Navy SEAL. Um, he has this company called Echelon Front, so he basically uh, like goes around the country and like teaches leadership and shit. And he's like one of the best guys on the planet for leadership. But I'm really into him, but I always try to keep in mind that like not everybody is for everybody. Because yeah. like I'm always like, Deja, you should listen to this. Or you should read this. And the people that I like to get messages from, like she doesn't like to get messages yeah. from. So I try to keep that perspective. But man, he's just he just knows his shit. He's he's like he just he just that book is just very um, just like practical. So it's just mm-hmm. like here's a strategy, here's a strategy, here's a strategy. It's just like all these things that you can do just to become a better leader. And uh, it's good. It's good shit. Yeah, it's good shit. I like it. Yeah, that sounds it sounds good. Like what you said though, I think is like a really good point. Like there are so many different voices and people like with their perspective and their knowledge, and sometimes like who you hear from makes a difference too. Makes all the difference. Like how how, like so it's like I think that's the personality base, and like you're more receptive to hear things from people who um, speak your language in a way. Yeah. Um, well, certain tones and pitches are yeah. more, you know, just more appealing. Mm-hmm. I re- so I I kind of experimented with that. Like we were driving to Chicago and I wanted to listen to a podcast. So I wanted to listen to a health podcast. And I, I typically at the time I was listening to this guy named Sean Stevenson, who has a podcast mm-hmm. called The Model Health Show. And um, I've tried to listen to him before with her, and I just don't think his voice quite cuts it. But he'll have guests on there, and some if he has like a woman guest on there, yeah. I'll play that, and she'll fucking listen to the whole thing. I'm just <laughs> like, this is it. Like, you just need certain voices. Yeah, and I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how like what's the percentage of like women who would prefer to hear a woman's voice yeah. over a man? Maybe because yeah. honestly, there I listen to a lot of pod- I have podcasts I listen to, and I definitely listen to. The women's voices are like just more appealing to me, you know. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't know, just it is what it is. That's she was it. listening to an audio book and it was a guy reading it, but I think he had like a, like an English accent or something, ah. and I, I, that seemed to be appealing to her as well. I'm like, ah, this is murdered my ears. I <laughs> I'm like this narrator, <laughs> I cannot deal with it. But she liked oh, it, so it, it is so interesting how certain pitches just are more appealing to people. <laughs> yeah. I would like that. that would, see, that would, I would just take that a different direction, learn how to work on my English accent. That's a good move. <laughs> That's a good move. I just need to figure out how to just manipulate the accent to get what I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But reading, like, definitely I feel like just overall – Oh, that, that's what I was going to say, because um, that book reminded me of a different book. I, I listened to an audio book, uh, The Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. That is a fucking phenomenal audio book. Now, wait, were you, were you the one who told me? Probably. Yeah, yeah, you was. I think I made a post on Facebook, That's and I was it. like, I need to read, and that was the one that I chose. I told, Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. You wanted an audio book, right? Yeah, yeah. I told everybody about that audio book, because nine times out of ten, I prefer a book. Like, I prefer the physical book. That's just mm-hmm. my style. Yeah. I really like those. But when it comes to an audio book, there's not a better audio fucking book than that one because it's like a mini podcast between every episode, like yeah. between every chapter. You I get, really like that. Oh, my God. It was so good, right? Yeah. I, and I really feel like I'm glad that I listened to this book instead of reading it because I enjoyed, right. like, 
hearing is well, I know the guy who was reading it was a different guy, but it it still made me feel like Yeah. But he's a beast too. His name's Jesse Itzler and that guy's a savage too. Like he's yeah. really good at what he does. He's a great speaker actually. Yeah. So yeah, it it work it works out really well because mm-hmm. they just have these conversations and you get to mm-hmm. hear more in depth about David yeah. Goggins. That you wouldn't get in a book. You would never get that in a book. Yeah. Man, that I cannot think of a better audiobook than that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like over audiobooks at the moment. I have I have all these in my library that I just haven't been reading mm-hmm. or listening to. I found like I feel like I get distracted easily. Yeah, when I'm listening to things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'll just start getting I'll start zoning out into other thoughts or I'll be doing mm-hmm. something and then I'll just I'll miss like 10 minutes of the book. I'm just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "All right, whatever. This is like a 20-hour book. I don't need those 10 minutes." But still, I'm missing stuff. Yeah. I'd rather just read. Yeah. I listened to that that book intently though. Oh, I'm I glad you liked it. Did. I'm glad you like yeah. it. I tell everybody that. I tell everybody. That. I'm even if they've read the actual book, I'm like, dude, you should check out the audio book. Yeah. Because that one is phenomenal. I agree. I was telling Ben Newman that actually he's a uh, he's a performance coach mm-hmm. and speaker, and um, I think he posted like he just read that book. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, check that out, please. I don't know if he did or not. Yeah. <sighs> put that under the umbrella of no excuses because man yeah that's a good one he's such an interesting human i was just checking out david goggins instagram the other day and he just ran like 200 miles just on a whim like he was visiting somebody for like thanksgiving (laughs) or the holidays or some shit down in florida and his friend was about to go do it so he did it with him oh snap what the fuck what the fuck Brittany? i've never even ran a half marathon I feel like a I feel like so like such a weak human being because <laughs> like I know I could run that distance I just haven't done it yeah and this dude's over here running two hundred miles just just, be, just because yeah like oh. if right now you're like hey let's go run half marathon I'm like ah <laughs> I don't know about that one uh, I don't know about that one Brittany I might might like cramp up or some yeah, shit like catch me on that one later <laughs> damn. Damn, I've been so. Do you do you keep up with running? <laughs> it makes me think about all the complaining I do about the little runs that I go on. I'm like, oh man, oh man, running has. What's funny is that I remember like, all right, I'm done with track now. <laughs> <laughs> no more running. <laughs> but nope, it still is a part of my life. Especially like, it has been like one of my biggest things that I do. Especially when it's like, yeah. Yeah, getting in, getting my weight down. Like I run a lot. That's your go-to. Yeah, and I'm realizing like, okay, this I can't keep keeping up with all these miles on top of all the training that I do too. Yeah, this is a lot. Um, but when it comes to like, I feel like running still as much as like you know maybe I have a love hate relationship with it. I still will always like definitely will incorporate it. Be a part of your life. Yeah. 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 It's, it's needed. I feel like it's just good cardio. Or if, if, if you know, you substitute it out for the elliptical, sometimes I do when yeah. my knees are trash. Yeah. But I still like running, though. Yeah, I like to run on trails. Yeah, I don't I don't like I don't like running inside. No. I can't. Like, the treadmill is too boring. Yeah. That's one thing I enjoyed when I was in California, going for runs around there. It was yes. so nice. You cannot really get 
any better than like just the atmosphere of like you got the beach there, you got the mountains, yeah. you just you have so much wilderness right there, yeah. and it's not far away. And it's, but you do also have like fucking mountain lions and shit. <laughs> fuck you up, yeah. Real quick. Fuck you up real quick. Yeah, one we took a training trip to Big Bear, and oh man, it was really beautiful, really nice. Did uh, you see a bear? No, I did not, thankfully. Um <laughs> but the like the elevation and man, I was dying up those hills, but I was like, man, this is still so mm. nice. Yeah. Like at least I'm in pain in a pleasurable place. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um but yeah, I definitely more of an outside. That's one of the hardest things about being back here is like Man, it's so cold. Yeah. And it's different, but. Yeah, today's a nice day, today though. Today is nice. I am running after I leave here. <laughs> I'm going to head over to like Creep Core Lake and yeah. go get some running in there. It's a good move. It's yeah. a real good move. Yeah, today's a beautiful day. You know, it, man, yeah, it, the, the cold is not my jam, but we do have really good like conservation here. Which is nice. It's just not. It's not as nice as California, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. because we don't have mountains. Yeah. There's just something special about the mountains. Yeah. I mean, the ocean's cool. Don't get me wrong. I do really love the ocean, but I I really like being in the mountains. Mm. I was driving through uh, Topanga Canyon mm. whenever I was in LA. Have you Have you been there? No, I haven't gone. Oh, okay. To that part. Okay. It was fucking trippy just like driving through there it was so nice and it's just so vast and like you see where some of these people are like fucking living i'm yeah. just like holy shit like people live out here <laughs> every day <laughs> whenever I, I only visited la one time and i probably saw more of la than people who lived there their whole life because i just got in the van and i just started fucking driving i drove <laughs> everywhere it was crazy that's like one of my favorite things to do is just like smoke weed and drive around yeah just get lost and just keep on driving. See as much as you can see while you're there. Pretty much. Isn't that the goal? Pretty was, much. Yeah. yeah it I was. It was dope. Yeah. I just. I, but I just couldn't believe just how beautiful some of the like just the countryside was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, we give like the West Coast a lot of credit for like all the mountains and the ocean. It's really beautiful too. But like. I mean, there's still beauty in... It's beautiful here, too, though. Yeah. Like, that was my original point. I got sidetracked. It's yeah, super beautiful here, too, Bringing though. it back full Bringing it circle. back. Missouri is actually really nice. When I lived yeah. in San Antonio, I really missed how green it was mm. here because it was so, like, yellow and dry down there. Yeah. I can see that. And we have beautiful vegetation here. Man, there's a lot of cool shit to do. Yeah. There really is. I agree. Like, you can go hiking down at, like, Tom Sock Mountain or, mm. like, Elephant Rocks. You ever been down there? I haven't. See, there's all these places that I haven't even checked John, out yet. Johnson Shuttons? None of these places? No? Come on, Brittany. How long well, you I went Missouri? on my awakening when I went to California. <laughs> I'm coming back and now I'm going back to enjoy all of these things that have been nestled right underneath my nose. <laughs> oh, that's good. I can dig it. I can dig it. So you got fresh eyes. Yeah. Dang. I'm going to be able to experience it in a different way that yeah. I wouldn't have experienced it before. Because you're just a whole new person right now. <laughs> just different fucking energy. Uh, just so mellow, man. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying, bro. You know what word I picked up out there was rad. Rad? <laughs> I, just, I started saying rad a lot. I hear anybody like, saying, yeah, saying that. I'm like, that's rad. Well, maybe it was just the guy I was hanging out with, but he said rad, and I just started saying it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say bro anyway. Yeah, I think that's just universal. Yeah. It's become a neutral Everyb greeting. Everybody's a bro and a dude to me. 
Yeah. This is what the fuck it is. Yeah. That's what's up, Brittany. Mm. Yeah. I've been just chilling. I mean, what else, what else can you what else can you do? I've tried the like, I mean, I haven't tried it, but stressing about things and being all just worked up about things, you know, just Yeah. Just take it as it is and just let it go. It's one day at a time. Yeah. When like really just we realize all these things that you try to control. Yeah. That you can't. Yeah. And it's just your mind trying to control it really. And it's just like, well, give space and give room for something else. 100%. Let that shit go. For real. I mean, you can't control everything. You can really only control yourself. Yeah. And how you react to things. Yeah. And then the mindfulness piece and just like when, when, when shit happens, like you're able to just flow from what just happened in the past and come back and ground yourself into the present. Yeah. Which is nice. Good, well, good practice. It's not yeah. a, all of a sudden snap your fingers you're mindful no, it's a practice yeah so, takes reps all that stuff yeah exactly so how are you recovering like you're fucking grinding right you're fucking up your body obviously by your hand <laughs> like, what are you what are you doing to like obviously you're like meditating you said you did yoga you're trying to like do some shit like that but like what else are you doing for recovery you going to like taking ice baths you doing any like cryo do you do the sauna like fuck the sauna, fuck the sauna. <laughs> i love the heat i, I mean yeah it's nice it. but it's i need so some good. more time away from it right now we're still too close <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> see shit. what i mean i don't need negative associations with things like that that's true it's like the bathtub like you know doing like hot baths i'm like man thinking about getting like that's something that i would really do like on a daily like is like take hot baths, yeah, like bubble baths and stuff. Yeah, but the only time I've been in a bathtub is when I'm cutting weight. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to change the narrative of that. <laughs> yeah, you should probably fix that association. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, nah, um, I really, I I would say I've I've done a lot a lot of more of icing. Yeah, uh, I had when it was hotter and back you know uh, in, in California, I like bought this little tub to do ice baths and stuff. Um, we had uh, Kelsler's uh, Family Wellness in um, Orange County out there, and they have been super instrumental to, like, bumps and, get, like, you know, getting me back right for, like, bumps and bruises and Are they, things. like, a chiropractic office? Yeah, massage. massage. Just, like, like sports medicine, everything. Mm. So, like, they're, like, Dr. Kessler, he's the man out there. Um, so, that, that I, I miss, miss them being out there. But, um, so, I guess right now I'm just... Um, when it comes to like cryotherapy, I, you know, I honestly still have yet to actually try that or yeah. haven't like floated before. I would like to do those things. Who's knocking on my door, Brittany? Hey, man. It's it's knocking like they the police. No, it's, it's, probably a package. it's probably a package. Yeah. Fucking or, that time of year, man. Just packages just mm -hmm. be coming. Yeah, I don't. Um, uh, cryotherapy is cool, but I'd much rather just get in a nice bath. Yeah. Yeah. It, but uh, the cold sucks so bad. I prefer the sauna. I really do. It just makes me feel so nice and relaxed. Yeah. That's a good way to, like, decompress. And but they're both great. Yeah. Now, massages. I don't know why more people don't talk about massages. Yeah. Because it's the best. It really I, is. I wish I could afford to get, like, two massages a week. Cause I would like an I would get hour and a half massage every fucking time, and I would do it twice a week, and I would just fix all of these knots. Yeah. Cause my back is all sorts of fucked up. Yeah. Like I I go in there and like they're they're digging and they're digging. I like I'll get an hour. They're like you should probably do longer next time. 
Oh, it's yeah. like shit, man. That costs more, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, shout out to Terry at Body Restore back in oh, uh, Yama. Like sh- we had like a massage therapist like right in that gym. Oh, for real on site. Yeah. 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 And I miss you, Terry. But oh Dang. man, she's she's great. Oh man. You guys were living the good life. So speaking of that, I'm like, yeah, man. I, I feel you like twice of like weekly for sure, minimum. Yeah. Like you do so much, like and it's just so important everything every every little thing you can do to like undo the damage that you're doing to your body you should do so yeah like yeah. what is the i forget the exact quote about like however many hours you spend actually training like equates to like this many amount of hours of recovering really you know there's I mean? like an equation for that i forgot exactly the number but it was pretty high like if really you, not like a one-to-one but pretty close yeah like like if we it's like i'm training say i train like four hours out of the day um like i need to spend like, like a large amount like stretching and like two more hours of recovery you think yeah like wow. icing and like so we have all these great um um things different like um tools and resources to help you know going on with like body care yeah and everything like you know different types of uh muscle guns and yeah stem and yeah it's all, all good the, shit yeah yeah you utilizing all of those kind of things just yeah. becomes a whole big package deal it's when so it comes important to, yeah i just got a so right yeah i have one of those too those are pretty cool yeah yeah and uh i use the tim tam i like the tim it's just a one of those there it's like one of those massage guns Oh okay, yeah. yeah, like the Theragun or whatever. yeah, I know what you mean. Pick a brand. Yeah, yeah, those those mini out there. Yeah, those things are cool. I like those. They yeah. work. They work. Yeah, yeah. They fucking hurt. I fucked up my forearm, and I was like, damn man, I don't know what I did. And it turns out I just like strained, just like all of these extensor muscles, and uh, I just had this crazy deep knot in my fucking forearm and i would just like work it out like i'd put i put a heavy ass kettlebell on it and like just roll it out and i'd hit with the tim tam and shit and like and i'd hit it with stem and it's it feels amazing now but Mm -hmm. it it was like i I let it go for too long it's totally my fault but for like six seven months like it was hard it was fucked up i i just kept rolling through it i'm just like oh my arm's fucked up but let's just keep doing jujitsu anyway (laughs) Because I'm a psychopath, and I have an addiction. I have a real addiction. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first step is, you know. Admitting it? Admitting it. Yeah, but if you don't do anything after that, (laughs) all I did was admit (laughs) it. But, you know, better, maybe better self-care is good, but being addicted to jiu-jitsu is actually, is it it benefiting you more than is, you know, doing your own? For my mental health. Yeah, well, there you go. I'm going to do that until I die. Yeah. Yeah, but recovery is super important. Yeah. That's yeah. the balance. That's what's up. Yep, so what's yep. next, Brittany? Man, <laughs> and we kind of talked about a lot of it, but like, what, like, what's what's on the in the distant future for you, or the the near future for you? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to focus on? Yeah, um, I guess we were yeah we were talking about that. Like, when I think about long term, I'm like, let me start a little bit short shorter term here yeah. because it's it's kind of hard to look too far out, um, especially things, things that are pan out. Yeah, or just, you know, with what I'm doing right now, it's all kind of like, if this, then that, or if this, then that is kind of how I am right now. Um, Because I kind of feel like I'm in this stage of like, I can do a a handful of things. I can make 
a couple different moves. So, you know, I feel like with time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to gravitate towards the direction that I need, that that would be best for me at the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it all open right now. Yeah, but the, the, the main thing still um, are true. Like, I'm going to study for this exam. Get that knocked out. Yeah, um, because ultimately, because being in California, one of, the, one of the things, and especially with, like, the sport, is I want to be able to... I've always wanted to be able to do multiple things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I'm okay with working a job for the, you know, the, for the, the greater of the needing to make me meet, you know, needs meet, meet, meet my needs and things like that. But yeah. ultimately that's not the long term thing. So I want to be able to um, have the professional work that I do in between fighting and um you know and training and everything to actually have purpose and meaning to me, to my life so yeah that's why i really you know really wanted to settle down and like get my license and counseling so that i can start that journey um, yeah because i have some you know a handful of different things that i want to do in that avenue that i can you know also be doing in the background while i'm still training and yeah. you know pouring into that sport because yeah. i s- still feel like I still have a lot to learn and yeah. I still have more to give. So how many more years do you want to dedicate <sighs> to fighting? How many more years? Yeah, I know that's like a hard question yeah. to even even think about because it's like, oh, now you're trying to ask me to like put a fucking time frame <laughs> on this thing. I mean, because um, like I guess it's just like one of those things. It's like you think you'll do this for like another like till like your late thirties. Like I can. Well, not not it's not whether you can. I know you can. But do you think you think you're gonna have the desire to do that? Because some people like you. You talk to them, they're like, "Yeah, like I, I'm a fighter. This is what I want to fucking like." EJ, for example, I don't think there's ever been a question of his mind that he wasn't gonna do this up until he yeah. just turned 35. Up until yeah. this time, like me, for example, I was like, "Ah, I don't know how much longer, like into my 30s, I'm gonna want to do this." Yeah. So it's just like. You yeah. don't have to answer that question. If well, that's, <laughs> I don't want to like I, it's conti- put that bad energy on you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad energy. It's obvious. I mean, there's definitely things that I think about um, yeah. because I feel like, all right, from 30 to 40, what are you going to do? Because I don't know. I kind of feel like after 40, I'm not thinking about being for sure. Like I'm not thinking about being like a full-time professional athlete. You right. Know? Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I so I feel that. like within like I'm in this period of a lot of transition of like you're, there's you're, things I still want. Right. Like, like for for example, but it's like I can't control it. Like I do want to have kids one day, so wh- wherever that falls in this mix, that right. could like that will change the trajectory, that, and that could change how I don't know how that's going to impact how I feel about you know sports and athletics because I do I am also in a position to where I have multiple things that I'm passionate about too. Right, and so I could focus on this for a little while and be doing this you know sometimes and then like that could shift right but like as of right now because i don't i'm not really even are putting that in the picture i see for sure like i would estimate i don't know like 35 like like mid 30s like 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 mid 30s like i need i would want to be where i want to be in this sport like if i'm not like there by that time like i need to have some reevaluation time for reevaluation yeah yeah i don't think it's unfair to be like all right well this is where i this is how old i am this is where i am in my career and it's just like all right well 
in five years, like if I haven't gotten there, then maybe I should start reassessing and figuring out what I want to do. Like, I don't feel like that's an unfair conversation to have with yourself. Because yeah. some people, they're just like, oh, I'm just going to keep fucking doing this forever. And I'm just like, all right, bro, well, have fun with that. <laughs> I feel like it's hard for me to answer that question because I, I'm, I, I base that off of my happiness. Yeah. As long as it's still making me happy, making happy. I'm going to still do it. That's but fair. if it's not making me happy anymore, and I'm going to think about what does, and I'm going to ch- make that change. Yeah. And I can't tell you how long this is going to make me happy. It's yeah. making me happy right now. Yeah. And that's the mindfulness piece. That's fair. That's a real <laughs> fair way to look at it. I think that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. For real. I mean, I can have ideals for, you know, what I would like to see if yeah. I could, you know, really pinpoint it. I'd be like, yeah. I, I mean, like, I would, I would, I would continue doing this um, as long as my body will allow. Yeah. Like if I can still stay at this, like this peak of top shape, I'll keep doing it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like we've talked about. Yeah. (laughs) Accepting, you know, the changes in our bodies and things. So I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping that everything is still moving and grooving. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think you like nailed on the head. Like how happy are you? Cause like physically I can still fight people, but it just didn't make me happy anymore. So I was just like, I'm good. I'm good. Jujitsu makes me really happy. So I think, yeah, I think that's a good way to, to approach it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just keep checking in with that. So right now I'm like, look, I'm still on a mission. I still have, you know, things that I want to do and achieve and yeah, um, places I want to go. And so that's what I'm still working for, you know. Yeah. And I just keep checking in as I go on. That's dope. You know? Well, man, you're grinding for sure. You're for sure grinding. Something will, will come to fruition. Yeah. Planting those seeds. It's all about mm-hmm. planting seeds and just harvest it later. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I planted some stuff. Which flowers are going to bloom first? Right. You know, you know, like, how is it going to come out? You know, I, I want to see. I've been nesting and fertilizing and watering and, you know, gr- grooming all of this. And I'm just ready to see it all you yeah. know, blossom. Yeah. Well, we are quite literally entering winter so <laughs> <laughs> i will be at home painting flowers yeah so you know kind of going slow hibernation period and then when it starts getting warm then you just boom back out in the world yeah and blossom. you know what what's funny is that i kind of like that's kind of like how i um conceptualize this time yeah. it's like I, i'm leaving sunny california <laughs> <laughs> and i'm coming home in in winter you're coming home at the worst time as far but as weather yeah exactly right but what's happening is that I need this time to just be in yeah. and nestled in and just like yeah that almost kind of like reflects the the short season that you're in right now and mm-hmm. then you're like just kind of transitioning with like the literal seasons yeah yeah that's literally how I feel that's dope yeah. <laughs> so like you wow. might not see me I'm still here I'm just like more <laughs> in solitude it's cold I'm not coming outside I'm bumbled up um, you know working on all of the you know the the little things that you can do from the comfort of your home yeah you know and when it's springtime again you like all right i'm ready i'm back in action back out back yeah. out in the world yeah sun's out guns out exactly exactly i'm working on my guns you know that's how you hurt people <laughs> <laughs> dope well Brittany, we've been talking for an hour Thank you so much for taking this time. Oh, no problem. I know, like, you guys have so much to do at home right now. Oh, man, I know, <laughs> man. Just <laughs> time. Yeah, time. That construct. It's not real. It's not. Like, you make 
uh, make you can make quote unquote time. Yeah. For the things you want to do. So that's true. I wanted to do this. I wanted to come and talk to you. I'm glad that we got to catch up. Yeah. I'm glad to be back. You know, I mean, it's it's not California. We talk like make it seem like California is so like just the best everything, but there's really great things about st louis yeah. that i miss and that i am so grateful and appreciative of you yeah know? you know i was telling deja actually like i think california just sounds kind of attractive because like this is just where we live it's always greener on the grass is always greener yeah type shit but really man when you look at all the craziness in the world like while tons of people are like fleeing california and new york right now nobody's fleeing missouri like we're fucking good (laughs) like we're we're good (laughs) like life is cool it's not expensive like things are good here like i'm not i'm not hating on it at all actually if anything i appreciate this place more than anything yeah i i i i i pretty sure i'm 98 percent sure that you won't catch me buying a house out there (laughs) you know like way like i know it's expensive but no i'm good on that aspect a house that's a million dollars there is like a sixty thousand dollar house here i know you know what i'm saying but it's just the the real estate itself it's just like fuck and none of those lots are that big yeah Unless you're like really, really rich, yeah, like exactly, like, like uber wealthy type rich shit. Yeah. Like those dudes are fucking killing it. Which good for them. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how I can do what they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you see me living in California, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I came up on a mat lick. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. Well, dude, Brittany, thank you so much. Um, this will probably be out like in a couple of days. So. All right, cool things. So I'll put your shit in the show notes so that way they can check you out. All right, sounds good. All right, all right, everybody, till next time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to that episode. Again, if you are getting value out of the show, just do me a solid. Tell a friend, tell one friend, leave a rating and review, share the episode, subscribe. All of these things help the show grow. And again, I cannot thank you enough. All right, that's all I have for you guys this week. Again, just keep being rad human beings. Keep seeking more knowledge and just, uh, just you know, just be a good human. So I'll catch you guys next time. And uh, that's it. I love you. Bye. Mwah.